Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pennington AG Devotional Podcast. My name is Gavin, and today I'm going to talk to you about Jesus's cleansing power. About a year ago, Caitlin and I got married, and we were blessed with so many gifts and so many things to help us start our new life together. And honestly, one of my favorite gifts was our new Dyson cordless vacuum. It had so many attachments, and it really feels like dirt can't exist in my house when I have that vacuum. I could clean anything in the couch. I could clean the whole ceiling if I wanted to. Any part of the floor. There's no more dust. And I could cleanse and clean every part of my house. It's honestly so much fun to use. Today, we're going to be talking about Jesus's cleansing power. Just like a Dyson vacuum, what I feel like could cleanse and clean anything, Jesus' blood can cleanse and clean us of all of our sin. And our main scripture for today comes from Luke chapter 23, verses 32 through 43. This scripture is from when Jesus died on the cross. I'll read it out to you. Two others, both criminals, were led out to be executed with him. They came to a place called the skull. They nailed him to the cross. And the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. The crowd watched and the leader scoffed. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself if he really is God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers mocked him too by offering him a drink of sour wine. They called out to him, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. A sign was fastened above him with these words, saying, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself, and us too while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, Don't you fear God when you have been sentenced to death? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. As we look to the resurrection of Jesus coming on Easter Sunday, we as a church have a reminder that the resurrection cannot have happened without the crucifixion, without Jesus' death on the cross for us. When Jesus died on the cross, he cleansed this world of its sin his blood. In a way, we are covered by the life and the blood of Jesus. A blood that covers sin was first hinted at right after the fall of Adam and Eve. After their sin, after the first sin, Adam and Eve realized that they were naked and they felt shame because of their disobedience. But in God's love and in his grace, he spilled the blood of the animals to cover their sin. He sacrificed animals that were with them in the garden to make clothes to cover their nakedness and to cover their sin and their shame. I find it so beautiful that this gospel idea is woven throughout the whole Bible, even moments after the fall, moments after the very first sin. For us today, it's so easy to think of blood as dirty or something out of a rated R movie. But in the Old and New Testament, blood was a symbol of life. If a living thing had blood in its veins, that means that it had life. Through the cross, we were covered and cleansed with the blood of life. Jesus was given to us because of God's love for his creation. He bled in our place, and he bled, his blood was spilled out so that we could live with him, 
and so that we could have a restored relationship with him. His blood was spilled so that we could have freedom from sin, so that we don't have to live with the dirt and with the weight of our sin on us. His blood was spilled and it washed us clean. We could see in John chapter 8 when Jesus says to the woman caught in adultery, he says to her, neither do I condemn you. Now go and sin no more. Jesus shows her grace in this moment. His grace is poured out on us through his blood on the cross, but he requires more from us. He says, now go and sin no more or leave your life of sin. He didn't just die and his blood wasn't just spilled so that we could have freedom to sin, but it is freedom from sin. It is through his blood being spilled that we can have eternal life with him in paradise. At Jesus's death, we see that he was crucified along with two criminals. One of them rejects him and doubts Jesus. This criminal said, so you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. But the second criminal, he repents. He goes and sins no more. Even after living a life of sin, he protests the first criminal and says, Don't you fear God, even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man, this Jesus, he hasn't done anything wrong. He is innocent, and yet he is being killed. My emphasis added. And the second criminal says to Jesus, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. I think it's so beautiful that as Jesus is being killed and as he's being crucified, he turns to this criminal and he recognizes his repentance. And he says to him, I assure you that today you will be with me in paradise. You are saved. It's so beautiful that some of Jesus's final breath was used to recognize a sinner's repentance and assure them of their salvation. As we continue to move towards the joy of the resurrection, I want to encourage you to remember the pain and the blood that was required to get there. His blood was spilled, he died in our place, so that we could be resurrected with him and live in eternal life with him. I want to spend the next few minutes praying and asking God. First, let's adore. Let's adore Christ for who he is. Just adore him for his character. Next, confess. Confess your sins to him in this moment. Jesus says to us, go and sin no more. Think of something that you can repent from today. Next, let's thank him. Let's thank him for the ultimate sacrifice that he made. And let's thank him that we are resurrected with him. And lastly, let's ask. Let's ask him to cleanse us in his blood and to cleanse us in his love and his life. Let's close out in prayer together. Dear Jesus, we are so thankful for your sacrifice. 
We are so thankful that you joined us here on this earth to live a human life and to show us how to live a sinless life. And God, we thank you that you gave up your life for us, that you died in our place, not just instead of us, but so that we could resurrect alongside of you, so that we could live with you. Lord, we ask you to cleanse us, cleanse us of our sin, cleanse us of our brokenness by your blood. And we thank you for all of this, Jesus, and we pray this in your name. Amen. We thank you so much for listening today, and I pray that God is drawing you closer to him in this season of Lent.